sometimes waiting is the hardest part of all. So my kids, by the way, welcome to the Mike Ronellis Show. Thanks for joining me for rants, raves, and reviews. And again, if you are enjoying my podcast, then would you share it with a friend? Rate and subscribe wherever it is that you tune in for five podcasts such as this. So my kids have this thing where when they're waiting for too long, my son actually started this, when they're waiting for more than a few seconds, they announce to us, I'm waiting. And they say it just like that in their most whiny voice. I'm waiting. Like we don't know that they're waiting, right? Let's say that they've asked us to get them some ice cream. And my daughter refers to it as lamb. I don't know where she got that, but she refers to it as lamb. And so maybe they're asking for ice cream, waiting for ice cream. Well, they will quickly announce to us, I'm waiting. And as a result of that, we know that they're waiting, but they announce it to us like it's a bad thing. And what I've discovered is sometimes we are waiting for something that is worth waiting for really. The best things in life are worth waiting for. Take, for example, your soulmate, right? When you meet that right person, when you meet Mr. or Ms. Right, it's worth waiting for that person, right? When you find the career path that you've always dreamed of finding, it's worth waiting for that. It's worth being patient for that. When you, when you, ha- when you finally find the right area that you love to be, that you love to see, that you love to experience, it's worth waiting to find that perfect place. When you finally enjoy financial freedom, whether that's paying off debt, paying off your mortgage, sending your kids to school, however that looks for you, when you finally experience that, you know that it was worth waiting for. So the best things in life are worth waiting for. Anything in life that's worth having is worth waiting for, is worth waiting for. So patience does not come easy to us, though. Patience is not, even though it's a virtue, easy for us to practice in our everyday experience. I heard someone say that impatience is the mark of a well-bred, of a well-established, of a wealthy nation. These are rich country problems, right? So, for example, I watched this documentary not too long ago that talked about people in Africa, uh, I think it was Uganda, and what they do is they travel for about an hour on foot to get jugs of water because they don't have ready and easy access to clean water. So they can't drink the water that's in their town because it's polluted. It's sewage, essentially. And so what they do is they walk for about an hour, and this is their, their life. They walk for about an hour women with jugs on their head, kids with with uh, water pails, just so they could get water. They literally risk their lives just so they could get clean, fresh drinking and cooking water. Oh, and they also use it to bathe in because they have no indoor plumbing. When they when they do their thing, when they go to when they go potty, they they do it in one of those bedpans and then they clean it out every day and they dump it in the local lake. So that's where their sewage is. So I say that to say that impatience is the mark of a wealthy nation. Impatience indicates that we come from a prosperous country. 
Because when we're waiting in traffic, for example, we don't think about the fact that just a couple of generations ago, it took our ancestors days, not not minutes, not hours, days to get their, to their intended destination. Whereas now, we can hop on a plane and be wherever we want to go in the world within a matter of hours, not days, not months, hours. For example, you can travel from New York City, from anywhere in the East Coast, to Europe within a matter of hours. Whereas back not quite 100 years ago, they would have to travel on a cruise ship and it would take them a month, literally a month, to get to their intended destination, to and from their intended destination. So waiting is not necessarily a bad thing. Waiting, especially when it's for the things that matter and for the things that are most important in our lives, is actually a good thing. One of the things that we tend to overlook is the fact that in the waiting period, in between the time that we start waiting for something to happen and it actually happening, there's a lot that's going on that we don't always acknowledge. We don't acknowledge that there are circumstances and situations that are preparing us for whatever it is that we're waiting for. For example, in my case, I'm waiting for my business to really take off. Now, we tend to misunderstand the word waiting. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about sitting on your lazy boy, clicking the remote control, and eating a bowl of pie. Waiting tends to be underemphasized and misunderstood. What I am not talking about here is I am not talking about sitting on your lazy boy, clicking the remote control, and digging into a bowl of popcorn every day and waiting. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about active participation. I'm talking that you are putting in effort, blood, sweat, and tears, and it's just not materializing yet. However, you know that as you put in that time and effort, as you put in your blood, sweat, and tears, you know that eventually what you are waiting for is going to happen. That's the type of waiting that I'm talking about. Don't misunderstand me. I am not one to say, yeah, let's just sit back and hope that something happens. No, I'm talking about if course correcting is in the cards, then definitely course correct. If it means that you are not getting results and you are you've been trying that particular thing for a long time, let's let's give it 90 days and it has not materialized, I get this concept, this principle from the marketing the advertising industry, which I've learned quite a bit from. Because it says the principle says and mind you, principles never change. Tactics, approaches, strategies change, but principles are set in stone. Principles do not change. They always are true. Okay, So the advertising industry says you try a marketing method. Let's take radio advertising, for example. You don't ever say something doesn't work. You don't ever say that. You don't ever say, hey, uh, you know, I tried that radio thing and it just did work. My question, because I've studied this, this subject of marketing and advertising for quite some time, for uh, about 15 years now, is my question is, okay, how many ads did you run? 
when did you run them, during which time did you run them, on which station did you run them, how much was your ad spend, how long was your ad. You see the questions that dig deeper when someone says, oh, that advertising didn't work. And this episode is not about advertising, but I'm going somewhere with it. Because I've heard people say, oh, you know, uh, that radio thing, it doesn't work. And I start digging down deep, and what I find is they did not give it a fair shot. They didn't do it right. And so, of course, it's not going to work. I've even heard people say, oh, you know, I've tried exercising, and it doesn't work. I'm still overweight. Well, I start to ask them, how often did you work out? During which time of the day did you work out? How long did you work out? How was your eating? Because eating and exercising are two sides of the same coin. If you are not eating right, if you're not consuming less calories than your body needs to function, then you're not going to lose weight. It's, it's a simple principle. It always works. It's always true. So you've got to understand when someone says, oh, that didn't work, when someone says, oh, I've been waiting a long time for this particular result to materialize, and it hasn't materialized yet, you've got to start asking all these discovery questions. You've got to start finding out, okay, uh, let's dig down deep because we got to find out, like, is this really, what you're, is what you're telling me really true, or did you just not do it right? That's not what I'm talking about either. I'm saying that if you need to course correct, then definitely course correct because sometimes course correction is the best thing that you could do with your life. And it could even lead to greater and expedited results. So you've got to explore the opportunity for yourself. Many times people get stuck in a dead end and they say that something doesn't work and they say that they've been waiting for a long time for an intended result and it has not materialized because they're just not doing it right. Or they're so cheap that they don't want to invest into their well-being. I've met people in my particular industry who they don't even want to spend $1,000 a year to invest into their business's well-being, into their business growth. They don't want to do anything. They, they just want to put in the least amount of effort, the least amount of time, the least amount of money, and hope to have a million-dollar business. It doesn't work that way because I've invested days of my life per year. I invest days of my life per year. I invest thousands of dollars per year into my business's growth, into my personal development, and into the development of my team. It takes investment. You can't get nothing from nothing. That's not the way that it works. And so I will sympathize with people, but when I dig down deep and ask, hey, you know, you, you, you want that intended result, but it hasn't happened, okay, we've got to dig down deep. See, because it's not just, hey, I tried that business thing, I tried going into business for myself, and it didn't work. What does that mean it didn't work? You didn't make as much money as you wanted, you went in with hopeful anticipation that it would lead to a million-dollar business and be able to support you and your family. What did that mean it didn't work? So you've got to qualify what people tell you because a lot, many times, I'd venture to say the majority of the time in my experience, People do not put in the effort or the monetary investment that they need to see results. I'll, I'll take, for example, weight loss. During the past three years, I've lost no less than 50 pounds. I've gained quite a bit of muscle. I look better than I ever have in my entire life 
even though I'm older than I've ever been in my entire life. I'm going on 40 in a couple of years. But why is that? Well, I've invested numerous days of my life during the last three years. I work out no less than seven hours a week. I eat less than I, my body needs to cons- needs to function. I I work out uh, tirelessly. I take supplements. I make sure that my sleep is right. I make sure that I'm not surrounded by toxic people. I make sure that I pay attention to what I'm reading, watching, listening to, engaging in the types of conversations that I'm having. I make sure that I do all these things that contribute to my overall well-being. And so when I hear people say, oh, you know, I tried that weight loss thing and it doesn't work for me, I start asking, well, what do you mean it doesn't work for you? What, what did you do? exercise, how long did you do it, what types of exercise did you do, what information are you following, how many days did you go to the gym, what supplements did you take, how's your water intake, how's your sleep, what kind of people are you surrounding yourself with. You have to ask these qualifying questions because if people say, I'm not getting the result that I want to and I've been waiting on, then you have to dig down deep to determine is this person credible or not or is this person just a toxic complaining person. So you've got to recognize that waiting is an active participation thing. It's not sitting back in your lazy boy and hoping that something mysterious and magical happens and lands on your lap. Nope. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of investment. It takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of tweaking and retweaking and reformulating and reapproaching the situation and all that kind of thing to get to your intended destination. So recognize that waiting is not sitting back in your lazy boy hoping that something wonderful and great happens. Nope. Waiting is an active participation. Waiting is a verb. It is an action word. That means that you are doing things to get what you are waiting for, what you are hoping for, what you are anticipating will happen. You just know that it's a matter of time, meeting the right people, and doing the right things. And eventually, I don't know when, I don't know how, but I know that eventually I will get to my intended destination. And if you enjoyed this rant in this rave, would you share it with a friend and let me know how you like it by rating it wherever you tune in for your fine podcast. And of course, if you need tax help, if you need financial help, then we are always available to you. Give us a call, 916-509-3553. That's 916-509-3553. Or online at sacramentotaxresolution.com. That's sacramentotaxresolution.com. And this is Mike Ornelis signing off once again, helping you live less taxes.